I'm Tom Fraser, and this is the Tom Fraser Podcast. Today, I am in Montreal talking with Anne Charpentier. Anne is the director of the Montreal Botanical Garden. As you are about to learn, the story of the Montreal Botanical Garden is a fascinating one. The Montreal Botanical Garden is an incredibly busy place, hosting 900,000 visitors annually and organizing a wide variety of scientific, research, conservation, and educational activities. What is equally fascinating is how the Montreal Botanical Garden and the city of Montreal are making major plans to move forward over the next 10 years to make the garden and the city a greener, more resilient, more sustainable place. It is my distinct pleasure to be sitting here at the Montreal Botanical Garden talking with Anne Charpentier. Anne, let's start by setting the scene. What does a first-time visitor see when he visits the Montreal Botanical Garden? Tell us about some of the highlights. Welcome, Mr. Fraser, to the Jardin Botanique de Montréal, Montreal Botanical Garden. Well, I'll start earlier. When a visitor plan a visit and goes to our website, espacepourlavie.ca, he uh, and she realizes that the Jardin Botanique uh, is part of a complex of five museums, including the Montreal Biodome, which is a museum presenting living ecosystems in the former Olympic Villadrome. Uh, he discovers that there is the biosphere he can visit on uh, St. Helen Island. And this is the iconic Buck Buckminster Fuller geodesic dome, which was uh, created for the Expo 67. Uh, he can also, he will be able to see the insectarium, uh, brand new. Uh, the brand new one is under cons construction and will open soon. And of course, he can also visit the Rio Tinto uh, planetarium. Uh, Espace pour la vie, Montreal Space for Life, welcome two million visitors uh, per year and is the most important complex of museums dedicated to nature and, and environment in Canada. And when you, you arrive to the garden, you discover a botanical garden of 75 hectares located near the Olympic Stadium, just a few minutes from downtown Montreal. You can grow through great vari varieties of gardens, landscapes, and greenhouses that reveal at a certain point uh, different trends of uh, landscape architecture and horticulture from, for example, the monastery garden, uh, the uh, formal French garden where we present some perennials. You can visit an English garden, uh, an alpine garden, a rose garden, a shrub garden, a food garden and an arboretum, and so on, uh, which in a way testify of the evolution of uh, and history of botanical gardens in the world. Uh, through the gardens, you can visit cultural pavilions, uh, for instance, uh, the Chinese, the, ja the Japanese pavilions, and also a, a First Nation pavilion in a First Nations garden. And you can also see a tree house in the northern part of the um, botanical garden. And in, and in these pavilions, you can see some uh, very interesting exhibitions. You can also visit uh, our 10 exhibition greenhouses uh, with beautiful and diverse subtropical collections uh, as orchids, cacti, ferns, begonias, tropical crops. Uh, you can also uh, 
come because of a special events, uh, and I'll talk uh, about these special events later. The Botanical Garden conserves 22,000 species and of plants and uh, cultivars. Um, and we are a team of about 200 employees. The variety of the gardens uh, is just fascinating. I, I was fortunate to be able to take a tour of the, the garden the day before we're recording here. And uh, it's just uh, amazing to me how you can see so many different parts of nature and so, so many parts of what makes nature in Canada special uh, here. Uh, tell us about the history of the Montreal Botanical Garden. At the, the beginning of the 20th century, uh, there was an interest in developing a botanical garden in Montreal for Montreal. A few developers thought about locating it, you know, in, on the Royal Mount, and also others were defending the eastern part of the city. The Montreal Botanical Garden was founded uh, in 1931 uh, by brother Marie-Victorin, who developed a marked interest in botany and was also uh, the founder of the Université de Montréal uh, Botany Laboratory uh, in 2020. His intention was to offer an institution that would develop uh, the scientific literacy of the French Canadians uh, to help Montrealers reconnect with nature. And he recruited a German landscape architect, Henry Teuscher, who studied in Berlin, and uh, oriented his master degree, guess on what? On the conception of the ideal botanical garden. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Teuscher uh, had been assistant curator of Berlin Botanical Garden. And when he immigrated in the, to the U.S., he worked for the North Morton Arboretum, the Boyce Thompson Arboretum, and also the New York Botanical Garden. Uh, so they both imagined and promote the garden. I would say for about 75% of what you can see uh, of the garden today. Uh, for instance, the main uh, building we are in, uh, into is a, a Art Deco, a very fine uh, building. It was created in the uh, 1930s. Uh, we uh, welcomed in Montreal a big event, which was the Floralie Internationale. This was in the former uh, Olympic Velodrome, and uh, this international event gave birth with the different contact Montreal made at that time to uh, our Japanese and our Chinese gardens. Uh, and also we created the Frédéric Bach Tree Pavilion uh, in the northern part of the Botanical Garden in order to give a better access to the Arboretum and its interpretation too. And so, uh, since uh, uh, many years now, uh, the Montreal Botanical Gardens welcome 900,000 visitors a year, so, which is wonderful. The Montreal Botanical Garden is one of the 10 most important botanical gardens in the world. Uh, it's also one of the northernmost. Uh, coming here, I, I live in New York. I, I drove six hours straight north to, to get here, so that kind of gives you a sense of of being Northern, uh, what distinguishes a Northern Botanical Garden? So this is six months out of 12 for the spring and summer bloom and autumn colors. In winter, the gardens are accessible also for walking and cross-country skiing. Uh, and the scenery, even if it, there is snow covered with snow, is just beautiful. And people also come to see the birds in the Botanical Garden. 
But these season pace are programming, I would say, with a high and a low season. Uh, the, t- the, the 10 greenhouses are accessible all year round, and we focus on this experience in winter uh, as we offer special events from February to the end of April uh, in our big, big exhibition greenhouse. In terms of horticulture, of course, all the plants uh, that grow in our gardens, exterior gardens, have to fit in the Montreal's hardiness zone, which is a 6A. And we have to protect uh, some some plants for the winter hardiness. Yeah. So it's a very busy place year-round um, in many ways. Tell us about the work of the Montreal Botanical Garden today, uh, science, education, etc., In terms of uh, scientific uh, research, we have a team of uh, eight botanists and researchers that are also part of the Institut de Recherche en Biologie Végétale, which is a plant biology institute, which includes uh, about 200 uh, researchers and their students. uh, And these uh, add research capacity to our own team at the Botanical Garden. We have two main research axes here. We, we focus on plant biodiversity and conversation and also on phytotechnologies. So we have some studies like uh, we study rare plants and marshes. We study uh, 3D methodology to understand flowers evolution. We study bo- ethnobotany, so plants uh, used by First Nations and Inuit uh, in the northern part of Quebec. Um, the past, we study the past and the future effects of climate change on forest populations. Um, we also have a specialist that document leaf microbi- microbial biodiversity from our collections. And of course, as I mentioned, uh, phytotechnologies. So this is how plants influence the movement of con- contaminants uh, in degraded soils or how plants can help to um, solve en- environmental issues uh, for uh, f- water filtrations. In terms of uh, educational programs and outreach, uh, we organize several public events Uh, temporary and permanent exhibitions and an interpretation of different subjects. Uh, Our uh, year is punctuated uh, with events as, for example, in winter, we have um, an event called Strange Plants, uh, which is uh, presented in our big uh, exhibition greenhouse. Uh, Some summer events like the great gardening event that uh, is uh, starting the uh, the May, the, the summer season, and uh, triggers the gardening fever of plants lovers. Uh, we present in, uh, win, uh, in summer uh, Arts at the Garden, which is um, a series of pop intimistic concerts uh, of renowned local artists. And in autumn, uh, there is the Gardens of Light, uh, our biggest uh, event, which is illumina- the elimination of our uh, three cultural gardens. And uh, for the small ones, uh, Halloween, of course, is uh, celebrated through a pumpkin decoration uh, competition and also a theater for young audiences. The Montreal Botanical Garden is in the midst of conducting a strategic plan to determine priorities and plans for the Botanical Garden for the next 10 years. Give us an overview of the strategic planning process and plans being made for the future of the Montreal Botanical Garden. Yes, we started a strategic planning process at the end of uh, 
2019 with a creative participatory process engaging the employees, the community and stakeholders in order to establish the vision. Since uh, there has been no real strategic planning uh, for many years here at the Botanical Garden, we started at the baseline, uh, order, ordering many studies to lean on for our decision-making. The participatory process and the studies we are leading the vision, uh, which is also supporting the Montreal's 2030 uh, vision uh, of a livable city, and we, we'll talk about this later. Uh, the vision of the Botanical Garden now is uh, plants sustain life and have a key role for the ecological transition. And our main orientations uh, for the garden for the next uh, 10 years at least are uh, to enhance the visitor's experience, uh, the accessibility and the inclusiveness of the garden, uh, to sustain the development of expertise in horticulture, plant science and uh, be a showcase for phytotechnologies, uh, which is uh, plants at work to help to solve environmental issues. Uh, we would like also to engage more and more the community through a partnership and our educational programs to accelerate the ecological transition and to be Montreal's international flagship for tourism, plant biodiversity and the ecological transition. As you can see, ecological transition comes uh, more and more in our planning. Give us uh, just, just a short definition for, for more of a layman what an ecological transition means. Yeah, the ecological transition invites us to explore new ways of uh, to consume, to produce, to work and live together, to answer the major environmental and social issues uh, to, mi to migrate to a new econo economic and social model for uh, more respectful for human beings and the environment. Uh, so the ecological transition promotes a culture of care, I would say. Care for the individuals, uh, the community, and of course, nature. Yeah, reducing greenhouse gas emissions is a priority for addressing climate change. Uh, obviously, we're hearing a lot about um, what nations will be doing to reduce greenhouse gas emissions at the uh, COP26 negotiations in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, tell us about the greening of the greenhouses at the Botanical Garden. You know, we uh, the, our greenhouses were constructed at the end of the 50s uh, with gas heating systems. Uh, they have been identified as the biggest source of greenhouses gas uh, of all Montreal's infrastructures. Yes, uh, since uh, we have to inspire and be the example, and since Montreal uh, uh, leads is leading to zero emission uh, in 2050, we have to convert our heating systems to uh, for a combination of electricity and geothermal energies, but also to uh, improve their energy saving through architecture, so the design. Uh, the, the way they will be made or remade, and uh, the climate control systems also. Tell us about plans to reduce water consumption at the Botanical Garden. You know, at the time the garden was created, uh, there was no worry about water. Here again, we have to be the example. Right now, the ponds of the gardens are fed with 2,034 uh, cubic meters of potable water, which represents the equivalent of the use of water of 
4,000 Quebecers per day, which is a huge amount of water. So we have to go into a, a major reduction of our water use. And I appreciate your point about how organizations like the Montreal Botanical Garden can lead by example. Um, we're asking people, you know, in coming years and decades to make some lifestyle changes, let's be honest. So I, I think that's really important. And uh, thank you. This is really fascinating. Uh, this is the conclusion of the first segment of my interview with Anne Charpentier, the director of the Montreal Botanical Garden. To learn more, please go to the second segment of my interview. 